Starting and running a business is hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Whether you're an established business owner or thinking about starting a side hustle to earn extra income, I am here to teach you how to show up as your unfiltered self, level up your business, and thrive as a mompreneur. Let's embrace the chaos and start enjoying the journey together. I'm Amy Tra, and you're listening to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Welcome back into the Motivated Mompreneur podcast. I am joined today by Kathy Heaton, and I am so excited for the conversation we are going to have today because it's one that we need to hear so much. So without further ado, Kathy, welcome in. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. I am so excited to chat with you because today we are talking all about imposter syndrome. But before we dive into that, tell us a little bit more about yourself. So I know that this um this podcast is called Moms on a Mission, but I am not a mom of children, well, human children. I'm a mom of a um almost a two-year-old Dachshund and lab mix named Ollie. So I am a dog mom. And as cute as he sounds, he is as um wild and energetic as well. So he is, I compare him to like a toddler that doesn't grow up. So he's basically just like a toddler that I'll be having for the rest of his life. Um, But yeah, I am a social media strategist and a mentor. I have been actually this month actually makes a year that I have been in business, which is super, super cool. I also work full-time at a hospital. So I am doing my business around my full-time job. And I basically help new and existing business owners um, start, grow, and scale their businesses online um, aimed at people who really have limited time. So I know that your audience is an audience full of people that have limited time because time is a lot, a lot of the times it's not on our side. So um, I empower women to realize that they can still run businesses, even if they have a limited time, just from optimizing it and making sure that they manage it correctly. So yeah, I am all here for the conversation, especially around imposter syndrome, around burning out, around all of that. So I am so excited to be here. That's awesome. I'm so excited to have you. And who better to talk upon this subject than someone that's actually in the trenches, that is navigating mm-hmm. with limited time and yeah. limited energy, because there's only 24 hours in a day. So you're doing yeah. these things while working full time. And mm-hmm. let's just dive into the conversation. You know, imposter syndrome is something that I think every single business owner, I mean, even in day-to-day life, every single person yeah. deals with in one capacity or another. So let's start super broad. In your opinion, what is your definition of imposter syndrome? So I feel like imposter syndrome, um, obviously the severity, not severity, because that sounds like really like, like criminal, but (laughs) obviously like the bar of like imposter syndrome really depends on like where you are in life, where you are in business. Um, I did hear the saying one time that like the more successful you are, the more imposter syndrome you'll have. And it's so true because I feel like imposter syndrome is you, basically it's you feeling like you're in another body while you are not. So you basically not accepting where you are in life because you think that you should have been somewhere else, or it's like you having a mask on waiting to like get made, waiting to like be found out. It's like a person who was in like a murder mystery and you are the person who did it and you're just waiting for them to find out that you did it. So I feel like imposter syndrome 
happens to every business owner, happens to everyone in general, even if you are not necessarily a business owner, like full time, even if you have one on the side. And I think that for especially people who run their businesses super part time with limited time that have other priorities and responsibilities, it's so easy to fall into that because you constantly feel underqualified. You constantly feel like you are not good enough for the place that you're in, even if you work so hard to get there. So yeah, that's basically like my definition, like in a pinch. Yeah. And that really makes sense. And I love your analogy about you know, the murder mystery too. And you're kind of waiting to get found yeah. out like, do I really know what I'm doing? But I yeah. love how you alluded to, to the fact when you are running a business on the side and still working full time yeah. or part time for that matter, that a lot of those thoughts do tend to start creeping in. But in reality, mm-hmm. you're really crushing it. Like you have to be a master planner, delegator, time manager. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I think it was because I have been in this, the point the, the life where I was a full-time business owner and had the side hustle. And then I was a yeah. part-time employee and was running and growing the business. And now I'm a full-time entrepreneur. And honestly, I think that people that are working, it is a lot harder. Yes. Yes. I'm so glad that you said that because I think that a lot of people view entrepreneurship as a place where they'll finally be free and finally have time freedom and finally have financial freedom. And while that can be the case for some people, I think a lot of people don't realize that it's so much harder when you have more time, quote unquote, because that's just more, that's more opportunity for you to not manage your time correctly. It's more discipline you have to develop. And that's more time for you to be alone with your thoughts. Like at work, if you are working either a corporate job or you're working a full-time job, you have somebody to report to. You have somebody that is checking in on your progress. You have somebody that's that's telling you like, okay, these are the things that need to be improved on because they want direct results. They are literally like analyzing your performance. But when you are a full-time entrepreneur, you're doing all of that for yourself. So you're, that mental battle that you have within yourself can literally make or break your business. If you are, are like, downward spiraling within that, that's going to either cause you to move toward action to be like, okay, let me see how I can correct this. Let me see if I need to do more self-care, if I need to do more personal development, like what can I do for this? Or if you stay in that like downward spiral of the imposter syndrome, you'll never get out of it. So it's, yeah, it's definitely much harder when you are working for yourself because you have to do all of that for yourself. Right. Exactly. You are 100% accurate on that because yes, you know, with your job, you get into a routine you're doing, okay, I know I Mm -hmm. need to accomplish this, that, and the other, but especially when you're an entrepreneur and working from home, you know, as a solopreneur, it's you versus Mm -hmm. you. Nobody's reading down your neck. If you don't get something accomplished, nobody's firing off those emails at you. Like, Hey, where's this? Where's that? You didn't accomplish this. You didn't check that Mm -hmm. box. And yeah, you really do have to develop those strategies and systems to hold yourself accountable. And it is easy to question yourself. And really, if you let those thoughts start to spiral out of control, that imposter syndrome can eat you alive. And yes, honestly, I think that mindset is key. You know, if you can't rein in that imposter syndrome, that can be the demise of your business right there. You can be amazing at what you do, but you get in your own way. 
I was going to say that I think that um, a lot of the time imposter syndrome goes really hand in hand with comparison syndrome, because a lot of the time we're comparing, we're comparing ourselves to the next person, especially on social media. And mm -hmm. it can be so toxic to yourself because social media is a place where it's beautiful. It's a beautiful tool that we can use to promote our businesses. It's a beautiful tool that we can use to like network with other business owners and collaborate but it's also depending on how you use it, because sometimes if you're looking at someone else, you might compare yourself to them and then might feel that you are underqualified and that imposter syndrome will creep in. So that could be like the danger of you not checking it at the door. That is such an important side note to kind of delve into because social media can be a beautiful tool. It You can learn literally so much. But yeah. if you start over consuming, absolutely, that comparison mode kicks in because nine times out of 10, we're following a lot of accounts within our industry. We're following yeah. accounts of people that are doing the same thing. So it gets very easy to get into consumption mode and over consume and not implement, mm -hmm. have too much information coming in. And then it's like, why am I even doing this? Yeah. Absolutely. And that, I think that's the beauty of having a coach or a mentor, because it could be so like, so confusing. I remember when I was pivoting, I used to be um, in an MLM and I needed to like leave. <laughs> it was like, that. that is a, that is a conversation for another day, but it is a, um, it was like such a toxic space that I needed to be away from. And when I had pivoted into like business mentoring and being a social media strategist, I was like, what am I doing? Like, I didn't even know what I was doing. I didn't know where to even start. And it, and you're, you're absolutely right. When you overconsume things, you have a whole well of information. Like social media itself has such a well of information. But if you don't know what to do with that information, you're going to be at square one. You're going to have all of, it's like being in a library, having all of these books, but like not knowing what to read first, not knowing what to implement first. And I think it's really important to understand and realize that every strategy and every piece of advice online will not work for your business. And just because one mom or one business owner has a certain schedule and certain time management technique that they have does not mean that it's going to work for you. And if it doesn't work for you, that doesn't mean that you are a failure. It doesn't mean that you are underqualified because two people can have the same exact business can have the same exact target client, but the, what's going to differentiate you from another business owner is you. Like that person is going to have you as a mentor. That person is going to have you as a person, which is why everyone has a different amount of followers, which is why everybody attracts different um, types of people. Because like, for example, this podcast is going to attract a different target audience than my podcast or will attract a different target audience than another podcast. This episode may attract somebody different from another episode. So I think it's important to really step into your personal power and really step into your personal individuality and really realize like, okay, like everybody is different and I can obviously work on things, but I know that I'm a good business owner. I know that I'm a good, I'm a good coach and I have something that somebody else doesn't have. And I have to like, own that. And it's so hard to do that. But as long as you remind yourself of that, that's what's important. Yes. Just embracing it and owning it and knowing, yes, it is you. You are yeah. what people are attracted to. You are what makes your business, your brand, your company, 
all of these things, you know, we think about it and we, we get so wrapped up in imposter syndrome and comparison mode. And we forget, like, look at how much abundance there is. You look Mm -hmm. at all the different like self-help gurus and authors and this and that, they all have their different take on things, their different spin on things. And just because there's one author that wrote a book on, you know, happiness, all right, should there, nobody else ever dare write a book on happiness again? No. I mean, it's, you start to analyze these thoughts in our heads and it's like, those are kind of silly. You know, there's so much room for you and the value that you bring to the table because there is no other you. And that's what I think we hold ourselves back with. We're like, oh, they're doing it this way. So I should be doing it that way. So putting those blinders on and just doing it, doing it your way. Who cares if it's different? Maybe it's like what the world (laughs) needs. Exactly. I love that. And we need to start embracing that more. So in in your opinion, what tools... Do you find useful for kind of overcoming imposter syndrome? How do you start to deal with that? I think first, like, like when you're an addict, like first realizing that you have a problem is the first step. And I think that you, identifying um, which type of imposter you are is a good um, is a good start. So I remember doing a. I actually had hosted a um, a mini mastermind last last year around when I had first started business because I realized that imposter syndrome was a trend. I feel I realized that a lot of business owners had imposter syndrome. So I actually was like doing a, l- a little bit of research and really understanding what types of classifications of imposter syndrome there were. And there is the person that is the overcompensator. So you're overcompensating for the fact of you not thinking that you have enough experience, not thinking that you have enough so that you're never like you're never putting it out. You're never putting that offer out. You're never like telling your audience what you have going on. You're never doing, you're never just um, taking action to do the thing because you feel like you don't have enough experience to do it. That's like the overcompensator. But then it also um, goes hand in hand with the perfectionist. So you don't want to push anything out because you feel like, okay, I need to check this over again. I need to make sure that it's perfect. When in reality, messy action is always going to go further than perfectionism because I've actually came to realize this myself in the past like six months or so. Nobody is perfect online. Social media, people are going to show you what they want to show you online. Nobody is perfect and everybody is going through stuff. And me just putting out something based on how I'm feeling, based on like, I really know that this is going to help someone. And let me just put this out there into the world see how it's received. And I will figure out logistics later. I will figure everything out later. I literally just need to put it out there. That is so much more relatable than me waiting for months when I could have been helping so many people in those months. Like I remember putting out a masterclass idea. I was like, okay, I just have, I know that people are so stuck on reels. They don't know what to do, how to do this. They don't know trending audios. They don't know. It's so confusing. It can be so confusing online. I'm like, I want to do something where I help people really understand reels, really understand how to do reels, how to understand reels, like how often to post reels. Like I want to do that. I didn't know when I was going to do it. I didn't know how long I was going to do it for. I didn't even know how much I was going to even charge for it. I didn't even know, but I was like, you know what? Let me just put this out there. And I just put out the idea out there. 
I figured out the logistics later and little did I know that is exactly what people were needing in that moment. That's exactly what they were needing. So I was like, you know what? This is how this is how I'm going to launch things from now on. I'm going to take my self-care, do whatever I got to do, unplug from social media, which can be great to download new ideas. You unplug from social media, talk, do market research, talk to people, the conversations that you're having in your DMs, the conversations that you're having with your friends, do market research and really understand like common themes that you have among people. Don't overthink it. Just do not overthink it. And I promise you like the research that you have collected and if you are two steps ahead from somebody else, then you can help them get there. You do not need to be have a bachelor's degree in social media for you to be able to teach somebody else something. You do not have to be at your end goal for you to teach somebody at the beginning. As long as you are two or three steps ahead of someone, you can teach someone how to get there. And guess what? When they are there at, your, at that third step, you'll be at the sixth step. So it'll be you and that person growing together. And that will actually change your perspective toward perfectionism. Because once you realize that we are all not perfect, it's a better and easier life for everybody. <laughs> oh my gosh, I could not agree more. And you know, we need to stop discounting our abilities because mm -hmm. we do, you know, you, like you said, as long as you're, you know, two steps ahead, you're fine. Yeah. You know, there's a great analogy that one of my mentors, Jess Rose, always talks about. It's like when you're, you're going on vacation. All right. So, Hey, we're going to go to Greece and we're going to have so much fun. It's going to be an awesome time. We're going to go to the beach and this, that, and the other versus like, you know, your friends are saying, Hey, like I, I need to, we get there and I want to see a coffee shop. Where do we go? Well, because you got there a day before, like, you know, where the coffee shop is, like you can show them, you can help yeah. them. You can be their guy. Right. So it's the same thing mm -hmm. in business. Like, okay. Well, you have experience. Your learned experience is still experience and the world needs that. And I also really liked that you touched upon the importance of market research because we yeah. are overcomplicating things so often. And I really feel like that gets so many of us stuck. I know I've been yeah. in that, that situation in the past. Yeah. And once you just shut out some of the noise and get quiet and listen, Listen to mm -hmm. what people in different communities are asking for. Listen to what people online are struggling with. Do the market research, reach out, put an idea out there and see what happens. There will be silent launches and that does not make you any, that is not a reflection of you. That is not. simply, you know what? Hey, there wasn't a market demand for it right now. And guess what? Maybe you start and launch that a couple months down the road and it takes off. You just have yeah. to do the market research and be willing to take that messy action. I'm a huge proponent and of I, messy action. Yeah, I love messy action. And I think that it's okay for you as a business owner. Like if you are a business owner and you've just been in business for a year or you've just been in business for six months and you're seeing that business owner online that is having six figure months, seven figure months, that is helping all of these people that, that seems like the successful version of who you want to be. Do not compare yourself to them because first of all, if they've been in business for 10 years, they have made so many mistakes that maybe you're not making now that maybe they wish they could go back and not make. And if they've been in business so long, you have no idea what it took for them to get there. It could have taken so many things that they they regretted 
Because if you're a business owner and you're saying, oh, I don't regret anything to get here. Yes, you do. <laughs> you have regrets. There's going to be regrets that you wish that you didn't make. There's going to be money that you wish that you could have saved, time that you wish that you could have saved, things that maybe you were just like, wow, like I shouldn't have delayed that. And I think sometimes we're so caught up in not only perfectionism, not only comparison, comparing each other, but in like delaying ourselves. Like, just like you said about like discounting yourself, like you are worth so much. Like you are, there is something to be learned from everybody online. And just like you had mentioned earlier, you mentioned something about um, consuming more than we actually implement. There, I have went through things where I was literally like, you know what? I need to stop attending masterclasses. I need to stop attending everybody else's group program. I need to stop consuming. And it, you, sometimes we get into the habit. Sometimes we get into the habit of like, okay, I want to learn more about this. So like, let me go on Instagram. Let me see if I can assume, consume this. Let me go on YouTube. Let me watch this video. And it's like, you're not even giving it time to work. You have to, I think that you have to like, and I've, I've went through this. I've went through the time where I'm like, okay, let me listen to this person. Let me listen to this person. Let me, I can't, you can't do that. You have to take one strategy, let it work. And this doesn't mean like after two days, this means like maybe after a month or so, let, give it time to work. If that doesn't work, then move on to another one. But I think we're trying to do too much at the same time. And then we're burning out. We're burning out from it not working and we're getting disappointed. And then the only person that we're getting disappointed in is ourselves. So I think we have to wait, give it patience. Like the algorithm resets every two weeks, every three weeks, the algorithm will reset. So give your business time to work. If you are opening, uh, if you are offering services, it's going to take a lot shorter than if you're doing products, but it's going to need time and people have everything going on in their lives. Like it's okay if you unplug for a weekend and you give things time to work. It's okay if you launch something and after 24 hours, you're like freaking out. Like just give it time, <laughs> just give it time. People need time. People go through so many things in their businesses. They need time. So just be patient. Don't be a perfectionist. Take that messy action, but give it time to land. Yes, so so true because we have developed this instant gratification, this need for instant gratification where we don't know the answer to something. Guess what? We Google it. You know, well, I remember when I was growing up, we had to go to the library and actually look it up. Now it's like, you know, you're driving yeah, along and like, right? oh, I wonder what that is or what that means. Let's just Google it, you know, yeah. in your car, like hopefully not while you're driving, you know, it's passenger. Yeah, no. But yeah, we're not seeing all of these failures. We're not seeing, uh, social media tends to still be a highlight reel. I appreciate that we're starting to see a shift in it. I feel like we're on the cusp of something where people are really craving that authentic. I want the real, I want the, the behind the scenes. I don't just want the polished filtered feed with this. Oh. That and it. Like, can you just be genuine? I would much rather like follow someone that's like, like showing up in a top, like, look at me. Like I'm not like, I'm a top not type of girl. Like then my hair is up. Amy, and I literally like have the time. Thank you. I literally have like a ponytail with like my pajamas on and I'm at home recording a podcast. Yeah. Like I think that people, and this is exactly what I was actually talking about on my stories yesterday. 
a lot of people have been, cause I've, I've spoken to people like in my direct messages about like, I really want to start a podcast or like, I really want to start a business. And I'm like, okay, well, what's stopping you? Like, right. right. Why are you overthinking it? Mm-hmm. And I think that people are very intimidated by the word business or by the word podcast or by yeah. seeing other people being successful with their podcast. Like I just put out a podcast episode today. I had took like a month hiatus and I took, I put out my season two, like premiere of my podcast today. And I recorded it in my car when I was working, when I was waiting for parking. It's beautiful. You do not need to be, I, and I would rather see, let me, cause my wires are getting crossed in my head. You, you do not need to be in a studio with a, like a production in order to put something on. You just realizing, and that's the, that's the purpose of my business is for people to realize that you do not need to overthink things and that a business can be created out of nothing. If you are helping somebody just get to that third step, then you have gold. Like you have it. I literally pulled out my phone yesterday while I was waiting for parking on my block. It took a long time for me to wait for parking. So I was like, okay, if I'm going to wind up sitting here for like half an hour, I can just bang out a podcast episode really quick, record it on my voice notes in my phone, and then just edit it when I get home. Like, it's not that deep. And I think I would so much rather see business owners talk on their stories in like their bedroom or walking their dog in the in a park somewhere having regular clothes on with just like being outside then to see somebody with a ring light in front of a window and have a polished like view yes those pieces of content are for different people and curated content is for certain people especially if you have like brand partnerships or sponsorships or stuff like that that's sponsored content and all of that is has its place but i think that a lot of us really get in our own heads especially when it comes to imposter syndrome, because we think we can't do it when you don't realize, like, as long as you have a social media platform and you have some type of payment processor, everybody has Zelle or Cash App or PayPal or something, and you have an idea that you want to bring to life, you can record a masterclass on your iPhone or record it on your laptop and upload it into onto YouTube. YouTube is free to upload it upload it onto YouTube and then just sell it on, on, on your social media. And you have made a sale. Like it's so, it's not so hard and you do not have to be a person that went to business school or anything to understand that you just have to have something that people want. And in order to do that, it goes back to what you had said about market research as well. Just know what people want, ask your audience what they want to see, what they want to see from you and just do it. Like you don't have to overthink it because they want to see it from you. Yes, yeah. we're making it way too complicated. So we just mm-hmm. need to be consistent, stop over consuming, and take mm-hmm. that messy action. And results yep. happen. There's no Absolutely. secret sauce to it. It's literally that easy. Kathy, this was such an amazing conversation. So much. This was so much fun juicy content in it. I could talk to you all day. Mm-hmm. Yes. Where, where can we learn more? So on my social media, I am trying my best to try to grow on one social media platform because it can be so tempting to try to put all your content everywhere. So on Instagram, you can find me at underscore 
I think it's two underscores because I'm weird, you know, because like they're like Instagram clearly like wanted to steal my name, but it's two underscores in the front. And then it's, it's me, Kathy K all in lowercase. That is where you can find me. I am. My aim is to help busy women that, and I know that whoever listens to this podcast that was attracted to this podcast are busy women. <laughs> so I help busy women optimize their limited time start the business of your dreams. You, if you have been sitting on a passion that you know you want to help people with, if you know that a lot of people come to you to get help on a certain topic, that is a business in the making. That is a business just waiting to happen. And I am ready to help you make your dreams come true. I'm, and you don't, I am, my wires are getting crossed again. This is what happens when I have anxiety. <laughs> You're doing great. I am the type of person that I don't, I am not going to be a person that's going to um, discourage someone from their nine to five because I know the value of having a stable job, especially in this economy. I know the value of having a stable job, um, especially when you're starting. So I'm not going to tell you to leave your nine to five, but I'm going to help you to run your business around it. Even if you only have an hour a day, even if you only, if you have less than that, I'm going to help you find it. And I'm going to help you find those pockets of time so that you can be able to build the business that you always wanted to build. So you can definitely find me at underscore, underscore. It's me, Kathy K on Instagram. And um, at my podcast that I have, it's Content and Cafecito. It is on all podcast platforms. And if you are a business owner and you want to come on to talk about all things, either business, content, whatever, even mindset stuff, then I'm down for it. But this has been such a pleasure, Amy. And I'm so, you're the literally the first um podcast like mom podcast that I've been on in 2023 so yeah this is really exciting, exciting. Yeah. Love that. <laughs> well thank you so much Kathy for taking time out of your day and we will definitely connect soon until Absolutely. next time stop dreaming and start taking messy action you've got this are you loving what you're hearing do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode 